There we go. Okay. We've got a big green screen behind us, Jim, but okay. go ahead. We are locked. Technical difficulties. Yes. Okay. So, we got around. Okay. We got that part. I'm waiting to see because I did turn on the phone in the hotspot, so that should show up there. I'll be giving that one thing because I want to see what these folks say about it or to us or whatever. Hey, everybody, John Harris here. I am on the public, John, with my friend, my pal, uh, Jimmy Santora, Jim Santora Jr an author from South Jersey. I may get up and have to do a couple things because we have some equipment issues. Um, but, because uh, um, I don't see it here. Hmm. Um, so, TDN technical. Technical difficulty. I'm going to try this, but I don't think it'll work because I don't think I have the password. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, you're in. I'm in. We're in. Ooh, the IT guy somehow okay. hacked something because I know they need this password, but I'm not going to. One's a business one's analyst. A, that's one's a rabbi. One, one knows nothing about the technical stuff. Yeah. He understands it, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, that's you. That's you too. No, I, I don't always understand how it works. Okay. But I just try to get it to work. Oh, okay. Really so you're like home. me. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. There you go. There we go. Okay. So, so I guess that's it. So there you go. We're in the same. We're same. We're going for you. Let me uh, go here, and uh, so we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Um, Jim and I will be here for about an hour or so. Um, once we get everything up here, if you guys want to, uh, uh, please. Uh, oh, there it is, John Harris is lying. Okay. Hey, look, look at those two fine-looking young lads. <laughs> I'm using the word oh, man. very, very, very fine. loosely. Yeah, very loosely. Yeah, fine. You are. Uh, I want to say it's a Star Wars party. I don't know. Uh, Everybody wants to have Star Wars parties and things like that. So well, we're going to do this. So, um, so are we sharing that to? Uh, yes, it is on my Facebook page at the moment. Okay. Um, and a friend of mine already joined, so I guess it is working. Hey, Dave Slacky, what's going on? How's it going, buddy? Uh, Joe Jackson, friend of mine, joined up in Pennsylvania. Joe Jackson, not that Joe Jackson. No, he does know that. He is a close friend. He's really going out with him, Joe Jackson. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, Frank joined. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Uh, I'm here with my pal Jimmy Santora, who is. Uh, hold the book out there. Sure, we'll hold the book. Hold the book out there. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'll actually go up closer. So we can go do it. Three D high depth. The underrated rock. Book. Underrated rock book. Hey, Joe. So, there you go. We'll try that. So, I guess you guys can hear us okay, right? Uh, there we go. Appreciate it. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties getting hooked up tonight, which is why we're running a little later than we were going This is almost like one of our uh, WACs. It was. WACs. Yeah, I was one of those babies that, yeah. Uh, yeah, you never knew. Or you could go in and the felt was off and yeah. you're or out somebody of the felt. Somebody, somebody stole, stole a plug or somebody stole something and you couldn't get on the air. Yeah. Yeah, like a current cable or yeah. CD uh, player. So. 
it's happened. It's happened. Yeah. Oh, it did. It quite did, often. It, it, it did, did quite often. Yeah. Hey, where did that turn table go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, there's a big hole in the counter. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, oh man, what a mess. But you know what? We always made it work. We, it, we it somehow figured it away. Usually, in my case, if when we had two, and if one didn't work, then I would end up, you know, gabbing a little bit while I'm yeah, it was changing like, the record or something. You didn't have, we couldn't even cue it. One it was one. a lot of, yeah, because uh, somebody stole the headphones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stole the headphones. I'll make it up, have a cue, mm-hmm. you know, with the mic on and hoping people don't hear the. I remember I could run, because we had to tape that too. Right. So yeah. I was running, I was running vinyl tapes. Yeah, some CDs. Oh, that we were really kind of in that infancy of the uh, still in the in the CD phase. Oh yeah, um, at that time. So, oh, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. But uh, here we go. I'm going to share to a page. Okay. First, we'll share now public. Just okay. in case it wasn't shared now public. To the world. To the world. To the Facebook world. Facebook world. And hey, does it get any better than that? Unfortunately, I don't think so. No. Uh, and I will share it to the public channel page. Uh, 
feel free to go ahead and interact with us. That would be great because um, we want to hear from you here on The Public John, which you can listen to us on Wildfire Radio. Uh, we'll be uh, on iTunes and Google Play as of tomorrow. Um, and if you go on iTunes and Google Play, or even YouTube, like you should post a video mm-hmm. on YouTube, uh, please subscribe to those so I can get the, keep these things going and have all of us uh, on at some point. Uh, so that'd be great if you go in and just subscribe. Um, it's usually right there, one of the very first choices, so that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, honorees, uh, snubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we snubs. lost somebody in the Rock and Roll Hall this past week. We lost a phenomenal drummer and lyricist, uh, Neil Peart from the band Rush. So yeah. we can definitely talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit. I, I just love Rush. I love it so good. Yeah, yeah. some newer stuff coming out this year. Yeah. And uh, uh, a little bit about what you're working on next. Yeah, we can talk about that too. Um, and a couple of stories come up for a couple of you guys. Uh, hey, Jim Santori. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if a couple of you guys have some things you want to share, that'd be great as well. Uh, so yeah, please interact with us uh, on facebooklive.com slash John Harris uh, right now. Um, so that'd be fun. Come on, join us. We're on Jim's pages or my other pages that we just shared. It's a party. We got all kinds of beer. Yeah, um, beer, Z.
the seventies, they yes. were you know they had phenomenal you know from Blackwater uh, to um, uh, I'm trying to think of some of those Michael McDonald songs. Oh like yeah, came in, like uh, what what a fool believes right. and stuff like that. that. So then, See, to me, the Doobie yeah. Brothers became almost a completely different band when Michael McDonald Absolutely. came in. Yes, uh, the vocals changed, the the whole type of music changed, and though they had a couple good songs, I prefer the pre-Michael McDonald. Especially when you're looking, and actually, those four bands 
maybe not so much NWA other than the attitude right. was a lot more abrasive and could yeah. kind of be like that rock thing. Yeah. But, they, but all those artists all brought some sort of rock music into it. Now the Beastie Boys actually started off as a punk band right. and, then, and then kind of merged into this into rap that. music. Yeah. And if most people understand some of the New York hardcore music scene right. in the 80s, the punk bands and even like the thrash bands like Anthrax, for right. example, uh, they all kind of merged and all used to like, live in the same areas. Yeah. So there was this, kind of, and even like the punk bands even kind of at some point, even some of them kind of adapt a rap sound. So that's yeah. why in the 80s, like even like Run DMC does the Aerosmith yeah. stuff, DC you know, Boys, crossover and stuff, DC yeah. Boys have uh, Carrie King from Slayer and doing the guitar solo and doing right. Phil Brooklyn. Um, Public Enemy is doing stuff with Anthrax and Living Color. So you have, so you have yeah. a lot of compounds. So I but when the, the, the now we get into this next phase, now we get into the next phase of like the Tupac's tours and tours right. VIPs. And in the 90s, yeah, and, and they bring something to the table. I'm not the biggest fan of Notorious B.I.G. There's right. a big, whether he should be in there or not is another is another story. Right. Um, I like the Pesh mode. Right. But I don't think the Pesh mode should have gotten in over over the bands that made over the bands that were less nominated and didn't get in. T Rex and then there's T Rex, right. which and I get it. Bang of Dom is one of those. Is one of those songs that like one it comes on itself. One right. classic song, but it's like it's like if, if one classic song that'd be like that'd be like saying uh, David Freeze, right. who was a hero in a World Series playing for the Cardinals. All and everybody remember everybody remembers a particular play. He gets into the baseball hall of fame because of because of one play. Right. Um, so well, it's like that's part of the argument with Kurt Schiller is against it is all right he had a couple of great postseason games but right. when you look at his regular season numbers he doesn't have the amount of wins others have and, and he so has now it's he has a lot of marginal same right. seasons mixed in with, with, a, lot in with a lot of really great seasons so great postseason things. So, so so there's obviously a big debate you know there right. that you could go with um and I'm trying to think who else was the other the other band that um oh uh, nine channels Right now, Nine Inch Nails is kind of one of those big mysteries to me. Now, I know Trent Reznor is a very, um, he's a very creative guy. He does a lot of stuff. Now he's involved in a lot of music soundtracks. In fact, a lot of people may not know this, but when that when that one country rap song "Old Town Road" came out, yeah, he actually was credited with composing the music. music. So yeah. they ended up winning some. I want to say one of American Music. Trent Reznor got credited um, as part of that song, so he he gets involved in a lot in a lot of stuff these days. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if his music really was Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, did he did he have a niche? Yeah. But he's not like the first guy that like was into industrial rock or right. industrial music when you know bands like Ministry that we were kind of playing right. in the late yeah. '80s and stuff. Yeah. You know, they were kind of the first bands, even into the 90s, early 90s, there were other artists that were doing that kind of music. Yeah. It just happened to be Nine Inch Nails just kind of came in at the right time right. and became popular. But, I mean, I think the average person would not think anything of, you know, maybe they hear a couple 
band? Yeah. How long is there a band outside of like maybe one or two songs today? If you sit there and go long. Look at their, their volume of work. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. But you know they uh, they've done a bunch of stuff. They did one record. I remember Trump Resident did something with David Bowie at right. one time. So they had an album like that. So well, he's could make the case for so. him individually more than the band. I would right. almost say it would be almost because an individual. Right. Yeah. 
I remember right, the vote wasn't even close. Yeah, I think they won. They, they, they won it by yeah, yeah. But you know, but but this is the problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and and the reason why artists like it took so long for artists like Kiss to get in, Shane Strange, uh, Rush, yeah, um, and and you know because some of them, it's very much because remember you've got to be selected to mm -hmm. even get on the vote, right? And some of these artists now, don't even selected? get. Yeah. Some of these artists don't even get selected. So does the committee select them? Even for the fans, so, the so there's a criteria for the okay. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that says you gotta be, you have to be a band for twenty, for at least twenty-five years before you can be eligible for the Hall. Okay. So that's like, so in other words, for like a band like Nirvana, right? So you go when they actually first start. So Nirvana has their first album in like nineteen eighty-nine. So they right. literally had to wait twenty-five years, and then they got the nod like the first time eligible. Right. Um, and really, in 25 years, there's plenty of bands that have, you know, collectively, you know, yeah. albums like Rush had 19 studio albums. Right. By the time they, by the time they got in there, you know, Cheap Trick had a right. slew of albums. Uh, you know, but some bands don't because obviously Nirvana stopped because Kurt Cobain's right. death. But again, they look at that quality of work. They look at that band as a cultural band that kind of right. changed a lot of things. They really started. And, in Began the development, the popularity at least of run right, and, and run right. exactly. So there's so there's kind of that nod uh, to to that. So in the meantime, there's other artists that have been around for 25 years or right. longer that don't even ever get a snub. You know, they get snubbed every year to even be part of the vote. So yeah. an example of this, you so you have great 70s bands like Sticks and Army yeah. Speedwagon and Foreigner. And we'll say Boston, even though know, I don't think Boston, you know, Boston, Boston had a great sound, but Boston kind of, you know, you put out three albums within the first 20 years of your existence, something tells me, you know, because, you know, obviously that's what happens in perfectionists and stuff, right? So those are a couple bands that you can mention and say, they can be in the hall, but they don't even get put on the ballot. Right. And you're like, okay, they don't get put on a ballot, but you're going to put T-Rex on a ballot. Who had one, had one hit. And, and, I, and, and again, uh, another, actually, I had a friend of mine, um, uh, Steve Cavico, um, that I've been friends with for the years, big music guy, mm -hmm. a lot of hard rock stuff. But one band he brought up that got snubbed much the same way, but a different style of music. We'll go right. more into the new wave, but he had mentioned the band Duran Duran. Okay. Has never been put on a ballot, and when you look at when you look at that band, right, and you look at they probably, in my opinion, they're probably the most. If you took all the new wave bands in that kind of genre, right, they're probably the most recognizable band that you could say. And of course, they're obviously the most popular band because they were the one that really got a lot of top ten airplay, top forty, you know, top forty airplay, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So you had so you had that. In there as well, and, and more so than like a Depeche Mode, The Cure, uh, some of the other some of the other new wave bands that have already gotten themselves into the Hall of Fame. And I'm not mm -hmm. going to take anything away from those bands. They're obviously oh, no. they're, they're obviously, obviously bands that were popular enough, um, and also they had a certain certain style about themselves. Yeah. And they, they brought something to the table that was different than everything else, where they influenced a certain style, right. and they brought that in. And, and Duran Duran kind of brings that pop side to it. So it's kind of surprising how they kind of pick and choose yeah. how some things go. Now, some of that could be political mm -hmm. with some of the bands. Right. Um, that, that The argument being when they say 
Crew doesn't get mentioned either. And Molly Crew, Molly Crew, for sure, if they were to put in there, they would make they would right. be probably top five in the fan vote. Yeah, but my problem is at least like when you see some other Hall of Fame, the fan vote is given at least a percentage of uh, yeah, of the, the total, for instance, of, of the tally. So you know, you make the fan vote thirty-three percent or fifty percent, but you got to give it some credence. I mean, yeah. Otherwise, if you're a fan, why would you even bother voting? Well, and, and, and how much credibility do you give to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, well and I think that's why a lot of people really get disgusted with this. Every year, it's, it's every year it's the same to thing. To me, it starts to look like it's a political thing, right? Uh, whether there's agents or reps behind it or record companies, people deciding, you know, where's this influence coming from? Because it's obviously not coming from the people that listen to right. the music. Mm-hmm. And that's, there's an old, there's an old, uh, yeah. <laughs> <Brothers Live. laughs> listen to the music. Um, but the, that's, uh, to me, it's an insult, like, like you were saying, to some fans, it's a slap in the face uh, to the fans. Yeah. Well, it's not. It, it, this year was even worse than other years because other years you could sit there and say, okay, there was a fan vote, and mm-hmm. I believe all the artists in other years have been selected four, okay. four, four, four out of five, five, maybe five. top four, and then they put a couple well, other so ones. You can live with that. Yeah. yeah, I can live with that. But you sit there. I mean, people are gonna. I mean, if you're gonna vote, right? And you're gonna and and, and listen. I, I I get the whole thing that okay. Somebody like uh, T-Rex doesn't get enough votes. Right. But it's like, you know, if anybody really wanted them in there, then you should vote for them. The the one interesting thing was for two years prior to this, Janet Jackson was up for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh And I thought myself, well, Janet Jackson's going to end up in the top five because it's Janet Jackson for nothing else other than that. I can only tell you, I can t- maybe only know, mention one song. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And maybe two, and one Michael Jackson sang it. You know right. I mean? so, <laughs> so, so those would be the, you know, that would yeah. be the only things that I would know. And, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot she was uh, Penny in Good Times. So, right. You know, okay. So, yeah. so that, that's about all I really know about uh, Janet Jackson. But, you know, she was a talented artist and, and so right. on. But you know what? She didn't get the top five. And they didn't let her in either. So right. there's probably some stuff too where they sit there and say, "Well, we'll put this person in. We'll see what happens." Right. And and then you kind of kind of you know what's because you don't even know what the weight what the criteria is. I don't know what the weight. And the bigger slap and the bigger slap in the face is like, and some people had argued like Thin Lizzy was on the ballot. Was on the was yeah. On the ballot. So I think it was Thin Lizzy and the MC5 and, yeah. and the MC5. I kind of would put in. I would put in. I would put in more of the T Rex category, right? Because they're not even really a band that really secured a lot of. They, they almost kind of have that that early punk right kind of thing, but I don't think they really generated a lot of musical airplay or sold okay. a ton of records. But they obviously were known. I was going to say, I very they were known for being progressive and being one of the pioneers of stuff. Right, and, and, so and, that I don't have a problem with somebody like that getting into the Hall of Fame. Right. Because they were a pioneer of the genre, right, you know, uh, and helped make it popular. Even if they didn't become overly popular themselves, they still helped right. pave their way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and and that's kind of, again, that's that's just kind of how the perception right. is. Um, but but they but they every year you're, people are going to say at the end of the day everybody got it wrong. Right. I mean that's, that um, part's true. And, and and that's that's the part. I mean you can be happy for the artist to have gotten in. Right. 
always taken, I've always looked at past, like, there was a time where I kind of went back and kind of saw what the entries were right. and what artists and what artists I thought should get in. Right. And, I, and I like to be, you know, kind of honest with yeah. what I say because obviously if there was a bunch of hard rock and classic rock bands in there, I'm probably going, yeah, those bands yeah. should get in. But I'm also sitting there looking at Why didn't these guys? Yeah, yeah. like why didn't somebody from this genre get in? Right. I mean, so you have to, you kind of have to look at it and say, well, you know, they were really popular. Like, yeah. you know, and so, like, even when the rap artists get put in to, you know, because obviously they, they, the way they, they put it all in, it's all mm-hmm. rock and roll. Uh, we can go to like Billy Joel and say it's still rock right. and roll. It's, rock and roll. it's just yeah. more, it's just more yeah. genres you have to sing yeah. about. But, um, you know, but an artist like, uh, like Public Enemy, okay, for example, when you, when you look at that, I, I would sit there and look at that and say, hey, you know what? Based on their body of work, yeah, they yeah. probably should get a nod, and, and they did at, right. at their time. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's just one of those things yeah. that you just sometimes, you just cringe at the decisions yeah. that they, no, that they make. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, and so, you know, are they ever going to get stuff right? Never 100%. Never 100%. Because even the fan vote, but I was going to say, even at the fan vote, they took every five. Somebody's going to miss it. They should have put this. I was going to say, I think this year they should have won. They should have gone. Absolutely. But don't get me wrong. I think at some point Dave Matthews is going to get in and it won't be much longer. That's my problem. They will get in. But Pat Benetton. To me, I can't fathom why she's not in. I just really can't. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really hard to sit there, and, and people have been clamoring about Pat Benatar being in the Hall of Fame for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, and for years she wasn't even on the ballot to, to even be on the fan on the fan yeah, selection. And and I mean, I can go and listen to like one of those nostalgic eighties yeah. nineties radio channels. Right. And, um, around here and even like some of the classic vinyl like if I'm on Sirius XM and I'm listening to like the classic vinyl channel or whatever yeah. you know the 80s channel yeah. you know it's you know the songs are hitting with your best shot Heartbreaker and Hell is for Children yeah. and um, uh, what's the other one uh, Shadows of the Night yeah Shadows of the Night, night. Uh, yeah so, so and she was one of those that helped make uh, videos yeah, remember we used to have those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there and, there was, and there was a whole channel or two that played that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she was one of the people that helped make those popular because she had a couple of outstanding uh, videos. Yeah, yeah. And, and she came out of the time when that, and when that was just good taken off. And, and really, you could you could add that a lot of the bands, obviously with the MTV, right? You know that a lot of those artists like a Pat like a Pat Benatar, you know, just coming out and you know the videos kind of. Mm-hmm. Help make her right, you know. Like but it also helped make MTV. Yeah, and really the other part is this: Did you know that MTV actually stood for Music Television? Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> there was a day. There was a day. Yeah. Was they a actually, the music, music, the music actually, yeah, actually But you know, Pat Benatar ushered in. You know, that was that whole beginning of that MTV generation. Right. You know, and and artists like. Billy Idol, absolutely. Um, you know, and then even you know they kind of helped usher in 
I don't know if you got comments there. I got, I got a couple. Of um, um, Chris, I can never say his name. I think it's Ian Duano. He joined. Uh, Craig Lynch joined. Craig, if he was listening, probably uh, uh, would uh, let us know because uh, he would know more about Biggie Smalls and Tupac and all those guys. Getting there. There's somebody that does. There's somebody that is. And a friend of mine from my grew up with, Sherry Foster Johnson, joined in. So there you go. Great. Um, um, I got a bunch of people that have jumped in here. Um, so let's see. I got a, well, first of all, there's too many names to, to mention. Yeah. a lot. But the ones that have actually made comments, uh, Jim Mosley, okay. uh, as we've been talking over here, saying, uh, you tell him, Jim. So obviously I said something that struck a nerve, and he said, oh, right on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a plug for Jim Mosley. Uh, he has a uh, Facebook page called Musical WTH. Okay. Um, so if you want to check it out, what he does is, he finds videos of songs, and they're like cover songs. Okay. They're like the most bizarre things that you've ever seen. Oh, really? So he goes and digs all through YouTube to find the weirdest and some really? of the strangest cover tunes you want right. to hear. And some of it's really good, but it's just really off the wall stuff. Tell him, tell him if you're still listening, uh, if you go on YouTube and uh, look up, there's a, 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 at least one, if not two, ACDC songs, one's Thunderstruck. It's done by this New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I've seen, seen, seen that. I've it's the same thing, a cover song, but it's hysterical. Yeah. I think it's great. And I don't yeah. know if that fits his. That's uh, probably something that probably we have in that line. They sound great. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, he's yeah, had some like kind of marching bands or yeah. just some weird some weird group somewhere in the middle of nowhere uh -huh. just doing like some yeah, like you guys just on their own farm. Yeah, but it's really cool stuff. Oh, it's um, great stuff. Uh, Steve Elwood, another friend of mine. Steve, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in here and checking it out. He told me great shirt. Oh, yeah, I, I am wearing my uh, King's X uh, First Church of Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll, baby. Uh, and everything still hope, uh, still hope for King's X to get in the Hall of Fame. Really? Uh, bigger all these other... Well, well, they yeah. are artists that yeah, are they got so, I mean, highly influential. There you go. Just never, never caught a break. Well, so. you never know. They may listen to the guy that wrote the book on the underrated rock book. That's, That's right. right. Okay. And uh, Zach Baskin, uh, who I actually uh, bowl with on uh, Monday nights, so okay. he actually asked me to sub on his team tonight. And I told him I couldn't make it because I had, had a special appointment tonight. Special appointment. So he's asked me, what's this? And I said, uh, so Zach, this is the reason why I couldn't sub tonight. Yeah, so this is a special appointment. Yeah. yeah, that my elbow is broken after Monday night. But yeah, is it? Um, yeah, I just got problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, my yeah, broken. So actually, it was it was it was bad for a long time. But once I turned fifty, it's really going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was bad for a while. Now, <laughs> and now it's it can't get back up to bad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Friend of mine just joined Dennis and Brawley. Dennis, what's going on, buddy? I'm here with Jim Santor. They're on the Public John podcast, and we are talking about, we were talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but we're probably so aggravated that we like beating a dead horse on the back. Time to segue out. Time to segue out of that. Why don't you tell folks what you do with this book? And, and I like the fact that it's it's actually interactive and easy enough to read as well. So, uh, Anthony Haynes joined. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. My hey, old, that's my old, that's my old trainer. Yeah, that's your old trainer. Yeah. Jim was asking about you earlier, pal. Yeah, buddy. I don't see you around. I so, yeah. yeah. around. I, I, miss, I miss my buddy Anthony. He's a good, good guy. He's all right. So, uh, so yeah, so Underrated Rock Book. Um, obviously, we're still selling it. Uh, yes. Christmas Christmas was very good, the Underrated Rock awesome. Book. Awesome. Congratulations. A lot of people, a lot of people. It's not an underrated Christmas, then. It's not an underrated Christmas. Well, maybe for some people it's underrated, but oh, yeah. 
Um, but uh, I believe some people may have gotten this in their stocking or under oh, the Christmas nice. tree this year. So oh, well, sales, were, sales were very good at Christmas time. Awesome. Uh, it's all downhill from here. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Well, you um, know, it could make a lovely So here's the deal. So obviously, uh, under a rock book, for those that, that know, obviously that's just kind of a repeat for those that are right. listening. But for those that don't know, the underrated rock book is 200 most overlooked albums from 1970 to 2015. Uh, in short, I basically kind of went on a, a journey for a couple of years and, and did a bunch of research um, stuff with, you know, as far as um, albums that were overlooked, underappreciated, right. uh, unknown stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, most of the stuff I had in my head for years and years of, uh, you know, just doing stuff like when we did the radio show yeah. back in college. Uh, and then just, I had a ton of music in my collection. How it really started was I had a ton of music in my collection. And a lot of this stuff is some albums people have never heard of. Right. Who's this band and all that stuff. So, you know, I started putting a list together. And then from there, started to continue to, to research different things. The next thing was the uh, underrated rock book, which basically is 200 albums that I basically do short, somewhere around 300 words each right. of each book, of each album, mm -hmm. and kind of explain, you know, a, a little bit of review about what the album is, right. and maybe some, and some of them, basically from my, what I can remember about that time, right. what happened with maybe that artist, or what happened with this album, um, but it's a it's a great read. There's a lot yeah, of positive yeah. feedback that I've had uh, with the book, um, and just to kind of give um, an update. So, Underrated Rock Book Two. I was getting that. I was getting that. So, Underrated Rock Book Two. Um, the segue. I, yeah, yeah. So the segue. It took my transition away. The talk originally <laughs> was because people were then asking, "Is there going to be a second book?" So, right. you know, especially when I get on some some shows and stuff, right. and they ask for a second book, and I, and I wasn't really 100 percent sure, but then. One of the things I did was I started making my list of, okay, what's my next 200 right. albums that would right. be in this list? Um, and, you know, I just started firing off a bunch of albums and then continued to do research, continued to have people submit me artists and albums right. to check out, which was, and it's always great because there's so much stuff that even I wasn't even aware of right. that existed. Kind of the second book is actually kind of the, the working title I'm calling is a deeper dig. Okay. And, I, and I'm kind of looking at some albums from the 60s right. and, and kind of and digging in even some more genres. So there's even some other genres of rock that maybe I didn't fully cover in this book. Okay. And now I kind of expose in yeah. and, and kind of bring the light. So I, I but before I actually started doing any kind of reviews to get the book started, I wanted my list together. Okay. So now I'm just chomping through the list yeah. and going through. But then in the meantime, then I'm looking and I'm like, no, now I'm not too sure about that album. Now that I go through and I listen to it all the way through, you know, the second, the third, the fourth right. time. And but then there's still people sending me stuff. Or I'm hearing something else. I'm like, right. now now I got another pseudo list. So after I go through and yeah. then if I need something, there's other stuff that I can kind of go through. So back down. So that's where that's where we're at. So meanwhile I'm always pushing Always pushing to spread the uh, spread the love of the underrated right. rock, the rock book, you yeah. know. Um, but um, the other book, uh, no official timeline as to okay, when it's okay. going to do. Yeah, when 
it's ready, when it's ready, then I'll. This guy's a great interview. I don't even have to ask the questions that I have. <laughs> Somehow mentally prepared. It's like, oh, I don't want that question. I don't want that question. I don't want that. Crap, I got it all left. Well, you know, <laughs> no, I've, done, I've done a few I was just going to say, you know what's coming. Yeah, I know what's coming. Yeah. So. Well, I look at it as a, as a compliment then. If you know what's coming, it's actually what I was thinking then. Uh, I've done I'm okay. many interviews as, as you I probably have, so, yeah, yeah. so well, uh, just different sides of the, uh, yes, the question. Yeah, but so, it, it, uh, it, it, folks can interact with this, though, right? I mean, the best part about, and, and this is the, uh, the one thing about the uh, Underrated Rock book, is that you can sit in front of, I'm going to say really, obviously, you're not going to have all 200 of these out there. Right. Yeah, we do. Like I've actually had somebody read it and come back to me and say, "I don't know seventy about seventy five percent of the hours right. that are in here." But after after reading it, they right. had to go check them out. Well, the only way you're going to be able to go to check them out, we're in an age of all it's this digital technology. Yeah. So Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, yeah. you know, it's all out there for you. Because I actually go in and. And tell you about certain songs in the album. It's, yep. You can sit there and, and then, as you're reading it, give it a listen. So it's a, it's a very interactive book that way. Right. And if you can't find it on Spotify, well, there's probably a song somewhere on YouTube. Right. That somebody has kind of put out, you know, put out there illegally, probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but it's but you know stuff's out there. You know, the one other cool thing in this book, I do have a bunch of lists. At the end of the book, okay, and, and one of the things that I also do here is that we have 200 songs. I don't remember to see this, but 200 songs from 200 artists. So okay. at least one song from each one of the albums okay. that's in the book, and then you know basically you can kind of go right down the line, right. build a playlist, or yeah, you know, or just kind of go through and listen. And it's like one person that had a review and said this. That I did all the work for everybody. Yeah, just sit back. I think I said sit yeah, back. I mean, every, yeah. there was somebody actually had an Amazon review. That oh, really? It said, it, said, it, said, it said this person that, that Jim did all the work Jim for you. Work for you. you know, yeah, just and sit, and back, true. sit back, and read, and listen. And yeah. you know, and, and it's cool. It's cool to be. You know, I and, and at first I didn't think that that's what I envisioned this book to be. Mm -hmm. But then as it continued to play out, it was like, yeah, it makes total sense. So okay. there I go in, you know, I can kind of flip through here and, you know, have like, a, you know, a, an artist like, you know, there's a couple bands that like, you know, I could be like, man, I don't know anything. You know, who are the, yeah, who are the Nils? Yeah. Who are, well, who was the one you saw? Hanoi Rocks? Hanoi Rocks. Yeah, yeah Hanoi Rocks. Michael Monroe. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I know me that would know them until unless. Unless you call people that were like in the hard rock in the 80s and stuff like that. But yeah, but you're absolutely I'm going to do a three game high definition stuff. Yeah, I'm going to slow it down. If you're not worried about those special classes, we don't want to go getting dizzy here. Yeah, we're going to watch the public John, you need the 3D glasses. But I love the book, and I have my copy at home, and mine's autographed, by the way. And actually, if you talk, we'll do plugs, like obviously, you go to you can send me an email or even uh, on um, you know on Facebook. You can look up on Red Rock Book and become a, you know like the page and stuff. Oh, and so anytime, why don't we go ahead and give out?
check us out on Facebook at Underrated Rockbook, uh, on Twitter um, at U Rockbook. Um, we also got an Instagram, but um, I don't really know you don't that too much either. Everyone's all put a picture out there or yeah. something, but not, nothing big. Um, but if you're interested in like an autographed copy of the book, right. um, you can go, you can send me an email at uh, jim at underratedrockbook.com and uh, just say you're interested uh, in a book and then we'll you know, we'll talk about because obviously there's a shipping and stuff sure. to you know, package it up and yeah. all that stuff. But uh, generally, uh, you can get it on Amazon. Yep. Uh, you can get it at, at, there are other bookstores. Uh, you can get the paperback copy, obviously, Amazon, um, Books A Million. Uh, okay. And uh, there's, a few other, there's a few other smaller places that are in there. But then you can also get the um, Kindle version okay. or the, you know, oh, yeah. the electronic version. Okay. Yeah. So you can go to Amazon for that, but it's also at uh, Barnes & Noble. Right. Uh, you can get it there. There's a few other places uh, that you can do that as well. So, and, you know, either way, you're getting a great, you're creating what I, you know, I, I really enjoyed the process in putting together this book. And also, for many of the albums that I've enjoyed, Right. over the years to actually put them in a written form right. to talk about them and you know have somebody else read it and hopefully pick up the same vibe that I got right. and then be able to listen to it and say man that, that was that was amazing stuff didn't even know this existed and you know and that's you know and it's not just a bunch of unknown bands there's plenty of Paul well, bands that are there's in some Hall of Fame and well known and yeah. popular bands in here as well right so, so yeah, so and, and some of those will surprise you because you're like, I didn't even know they put that out. Yeah, and in some cases, yeah, yeah, in some cases, you know, there's some because again, you're looking at some Hall of Fame or multi-platinum bands, right? That sometimes have some albums that just kind of drop off the face of the earth, yeah, or just went over people's heads and they didn't get it. Um, there's there's plenty of albums that are that are like that, right? Um, so.
misconception, the, the misconception of sometimes what rock is, John, mm -hmm. is that people have a very, some people, not everybody, right. have a very narrow approach as to what rock music is. Right. You see that when you're on social media with something like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, well, that's not rock music. Right. Well, because they got the blinders on, not sitting there thinking well, that. we were discussing earlier about Tupac and Biggie right. that rock and roll. Right. Some are going to argue yes, some are going to argue no. Right. So there's always that subjectiveness in it, especially mm -hmm. when you talk about something like music or entertainment. Like, uh, you know, I might like this type of movie where somebody else wouldn't. Uh, one of the funniest things about movies is, you know, guys supposedly don't like romance movies and they call them chick flicks. Right, right. So, I mean, there's always something. Yeah. You know, because there's always subjective. But it took somebody to write this and put it out there and at least plant the idea. Listen yeah. to yourself. Make mm -hmm. up your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of, there's a disclaimer in the book when I, when I at the beginning of the book, when right. I'm writing kind of the story of how the approach was in that you're not going to like everything that I selected here, right. or what I may say about a particular artist or an album that I that I like in here, uh -huh. and that's kind of the point. The idea is to have that conversation and say, Jim's wrong on that, or yes. Jim is 100% right. I agree with him. Either you reaction know? is fine, and this is also about well, having reaction. Yeah, but, but, but this is a book that you can sit there and have debates with, right? And um, and that's the whole yeah. and I, for the process. And I know you know we sit here and talk and. There's been other shows that I've been on where we we have these things where right. we talk about. Well, wasn't quite sure about that album, yeah. and then you know, but then you know what? I got to sit there and now defend myself it, right? and say, but it's but a healthy argument. It's right. I was just going to say, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not sitting there saying, oh, that album, that album sucked. Like yeah. you know, like that 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 you know, to talk at about that point, that's right. like debate 101. Like, yeah. listen, you're already losing the yeah. argument. Yeah. That's what we're going. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a few minutes left. Oh, Joe joined. Uh, Joe D. that joined from Kansas. How you doing, Joe? Uh, and uh, I'm glad she joined. Anthony's got a little emoji here for he's you. Praying, he's praying for me. I don't know if he's praying or if he's might need some, cheer. I think he was clapping. Might need some, might need some uh, more uh, um, physical. 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 I might need him to come back. Oh, come, come back. More PT. Some more physical training from Anthony. training. Yeah. Get, well, you got to get that elbow back. Yeah, there. You can't yeah. bowl without arms. Trust me, I know what you're it's saying. There. Oh, man. Um, so uh, we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes. I do want to mention a couple of things. Um, first, again, Casper's Power Washing. Uh, you can see the sign is scrolling there, but you can also Google those guys. Give them a call and get out there and uh, uh, let them at least give you an estimate anywhere from Camden down to uh, uh, Cape May. And uh, you never know, they may even go farther. Call Albert and guys at the number that you see scrolling there, or you can Google them or check out their Facebook page. And uh, the Facebook page actually has a lot of before and after pictures as well. So if you want to get an idea, you can take a peek at that. Uh, that's Casper's Power Washing LLC. Get down with the ghost, baby. You know what I'm Get down with the ghost. We've got uh, the public channel will be on again tomorrow. Keep an eye on the page for what time. I will be in Egg Harbor City with Bravo Performance Studios. Um, I don't know if you remember her from college either. Uh, Jeanette Roman. Uh, no. I, I don't think it was, uh, it was Peralta when we were there. Yeah. Um, she was very talented artist, very talented uh, entertainer. I spent most of my time uh, in the radio station. Yes. And I may have gone to class 
couple of times, couple of times. Just yeah. enough to just, just, just so enough. we can keep going right. Just, just enough, yeah. yeah. Just enough. <laughs> if you didn't have you know, passing grade, you got kicked out. Right. Like, but I want to be on the radio. Every yeah. once in a while, you had to turn the paper. Every once in a while, you know, <laughs> we, I was fortunate a couple of times that we would have some people at the radio station would have the same class. Right. So that one person wouldn't get the number. Yeah, somebody yeah. 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 American yeah. history, yeah. American yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you coming? No. 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 Let me know what happens. So, uh, but uh, I'll be with Jeanette tomorrow at her. Uh, she has uh, that studio, uh, and she's very good at and kids uh, with uh, dancing and singing and acting mm -hmm. and musical instruments. Nice. She's uh, and uh, she she's very caring about it. So we're gonna, I'm gonna go over there tomorrow and uh, right. uh, talk to her and then uh, get the word out and uh, yeah. because it's, that's a really cool place and a really great outlet for kids. So she's, it's great she supplies that. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be there tomorrow. Um, remember, as we said, uh, um, my friend Brandon Abercrombie is going to be uh, the face of Jersey Comedy uh, starting actually right away. Um, I'm still going to help monitor the page as well on Facebook at least and then get info to him if you get it to me and, and want to talk about shows or comedy or something, uh, he will do that. Lenny Barbaro joined. How you doing, Lenny? Um, and uh, so we've got uh, we've got that going on. Um, the Public John has a couple more episodes this month, uh, definitely one tomorrow, maybe one next week. And then we're going to take a couple week hiatus as we'll join... Uh, uh, it's Showtime uh, TV show. It's going to be digital. Um, and uh, so we're getting ready to, to build that. We're going to be going to the Public John Palatial Studios. And uh, that'll be fun. Uh, it's being worked on, semi-worked on, or in, it's in the planning stages as I speak. Uh, but uh, we pretty much know what we're going to do there. So the, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, production quality may go up a little bit. And uh, the show is going to still have interviews like, such as this one as well. And the podcast will still uh, continue on as well. So, uh, just want to give you folks those updates. Remember tomorrow, uh, keep an eye out for the time. As soon as we set that, we'll let you know, and, and please feel free to join us. For my friend Jim Santoro, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Always you pleasure. That. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on again. Thanks for telling us about the underrated rock book. The 200 most overlooked albums from 1970 to 2015. This is the author. Uh, who do I sound like? Remember Joe Franklin? This is yeah. the author, Jim Santora <laughs> Jr. Yeah. Yeah, or Larry King. Uh, um, Wait, Erie, Pennsylvania on the line for Jim Santora. Go ahead, Erie. <laughs> so, there you go. So I'm almost as old as Larry King. The only thing I don't have that Larry King has is uh, the same you? amount of lives. Oh, he's waiting a while. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. Give yourself some credit. I didn't have any energy. I had seven or eight wives. I think he's going through a divorce from his eighth wife. I really didn't have that many. Wow. I guess once they get to be like 25. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, man. Hey, uh, and, and Peter Hammerstar joined. Peter, you joined just in time. We're getting ready to get off here with the, these poor guys. Uh, but uh, the whole show is going to be on Facebook, uh, on these pages tonight. 
and we'll be on Facebook and YouTube as well as the podcast. You can hear all the all you you can hear all the other while you're driving oh, down the road oh, going, man, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, that'll be tomorrow as well as all the other episodes of the Public Channel. So please feel free to tune in, subscribe to those things to the YouTube page. You can just type in the Public Channel Network, and all of them will be it will come right up for you. And I guess we can. I'll be able to put this on the underrated rock book. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Yes, sir. So for all yeah. those on uh, underrated rock, the underrated book, rock book, checking stuff out. Uh, we have the public on Facebook page so. uh, as well as the John Harris Comedy page and the regular. There we go. Okay. Awesome. So you're going to have four or five different outlets as well as YouTube and uh, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, uh, and Wi-Fi Radio. We don't want to forget them. Yeah, there. Yeah. Wasn't for them, this whole thing wouldn't be possible. So I think Wi-Fi Radio. So, thank you folks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to go over there and uh, hit the button and let uh, Jim close us out with a a tidbit of information if he wants or hold the book up again and uh, (laughs) do a little more of our own help before I hit the button. Thanks, folks, for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow from Egg Harbor City uh, with Bravo Performance Studio. There we go. All right. Give it up for John Harris once again. Public John. Yeah, I, just, I just want to say thanks to John because I think this is like what third time I've been on the program. So probably. Underratedrockbook.com, uh, yeah. everyone. Uh, thanks and uh, good night. As Jim studies his phone, live, and we.